They're overrated. This guy's a future MVP. They need to blow it up. Pay this guy. The regular season matters. He's mediocre. Your opinion's wrong. Welcome to Mediocre Sport Opinion. going on everybody welcome to the third episode of our podcast it's just gonna be Aiden here today I'm just gonna be giving you guys my NBA mock draft of just the lottery teams so this NBA draft is gonna be a little bit different than others so not a lot of teams got a good enough look at some prospect as March Madness was canceled this year because of COVID the combine is gonna be different this year as they plan on doing it virtually I do not really know how that's gonna work but yeah they're gonna do the combine virtually probably just send in videos of all of the drills and stuff like that. So, yeah. Timberwolves won the lottery this year. Really good for them. They needed it. So, with the first overall pick, I have the Timberwolves selecting Anthony Edwards, the guard out of Georgia. He's somebody who a lot of people have already pegged in as the number one pick. He's a great player, great all-around player. He has a really good size for the two-guard position. He's somebody who can definitely develop into a good defender and be an elite scorer. He fits well with the Timberwolves as he can help them on defense next to D'Angelo Russell, and he can also grow along D'Lo and Cat in their core. So I just think he's just a better pick than LaMelo, and he'd fit way better with the Timberwolves than LaMelo would. So with the second pick then, I have the Golden State Warriors taking James Wiseman. This pick could absolutely get traded in real life just see what the Warriors do they can extend their dynasty by either drafting with this pick or even trading for a player with this pick so it'll be interesting to see what they do but in this mock draft I'm not having them trade anybody so I have them staying at two and taking James Wiseman um very limited action we saw of Wiseman but he looked really good in the action that we did see a rim running center who can rebound very well and can play defense very well as well he has to develop his offensive game a little bit, but I think if he goes to the Warriors, he'll be able to as they won't really call on him that much to help them offensively as they have Curry and Clay still. And also he has to improve his stroke a little bit, but I think if with the Warriors, he can help extend their championship window even longer if they take him here at number two. So with the third pick, I have the Charlotte Hornets taking LaMelo Ball. Um, everybody knows who LaMelo Ball is, but um, he's a 6'7 guard with elite passing skills. He can shoot it unlike his brother Lonzo. Needs to work on his shot selection and also needs to be more of an active defender as he'll just take off some plays. So I have the Hornets taking him because I think he'll help sell tickets in that arena. Um, I don't, I'm guessing their attendance isn't that well and he'd definitely boost that up too. Also, I think it'd be funny to see LeVar and Michael Jordan uh, talk sometimes. That would be pretty funny. There is a little question about LaMelo's fit on this team, but I think he's just way more talented than Devontae Graham and Terry Rozier. Then in this situation, I would expect them to trade Terry Rozier and then also run out a lineup with LaMelo and Devontae Graham, as I think they can play together. Then also move Malik Monk off the bench, and I think at some times they can even have a three-guard lineup with um, LaMelo, Devontae Graham, and Malik Monk. And then they'll be alongside uh, P.J. Washington and then whoever they have at center then. So then with the fourth pick are the Chicago Bulls. 
they're in a tricky situation. They finally fired Jim Borland, one of the worst coaches ever in the NBA. The thing is that some of their players aren't developing as they would want them to. Larry Markman took a step back when people wanted him to take a step forward. Wendell Carter isn't looking that good. Levine's doing decent, but he's just not the most efficient scorer out of the bunch. Kobe White started to pick it up uh, second half of the year after the All-Star break. He was doing really, really well. Um, so with this pick, I actually have him going Denny Avai from Israel, where he played for, I believe it's pronounced, Makari Tel Aviv. He's somebody who could play the three, and they could even put out small ball four if they wanted to, but he can come in and score right away, um, shoot a bunch of threes for him, space the floor. He does have a lot of length, so he could be a good defender, but he's not really that quick on his feet. He just has to work on his footwork, really. Yeah, and with Otto Porter being out all of last year or most of the year, he's somebody who could develop with their core already of Levine and White and Markkinen and Wendell Carter. Now with the fifth pick is the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't like the roster. I don't like the way it's constructed. John Beeline was there for half the year. Then he pretty much got fired. Um, so I believe J.J. Bickerstaff's taking over, and I just really just don't really like this team. I question the fit of Garland and Sexton together, especially defensively, as they're both pretty bad defenders. Then you also have Kevin Love still, who I would, would expect to be in trade rumors. I would hope they would trade him. And they also do have Andre Drummond, who's definitely going to opt into his player option. And also Kevin Porter Jr. did show some improvement this year too as well. So with this pick, I actually have the Cavaliers taking Isaac Okoro out of Auburn. He's somebody who could play the two guard if needed, but probably most like the three with their roster right now. Um, he's going to provide defense right away for that team, and, and they desperately need that. He has a lot of energy. He can get to the rack. So he's just a high-energy guy who helped bring some life into that team. I think he'd be a great fit like down the line like if they get rid of Sexton or Garland if one of them he can transition to that two role and complement either one of them well so now with the Hawks I actually have him taking a guard in Tyrese Halliburton he played mostly point guard in college well he did break his wrist though at the end of this I mean early in the season this year but he's a very talented guard I think he can play alongside Trey Young really well he does need to add some muscle and just like just weight in general to his frame as he's like 65 180ish. He has a high basketball IQ. He can pass the ball really well and he's amazing from 3 as he shot 41% before he got injured. He could be a great 3 and D defender for him and I think he can definitely play alongside Trey Young. So now we have the Pistons. Okonwu is the best player on the board, but I just don't see him taking him due to the fact that they have Blake Griffin's contract still. And they're probably going to re-sign Christian Wood to a big sum of money as he showed a lot of potential last year. So with that said, I have them taking Killian Hayes, the point guard out of France. Big guard, 6'5", lefty, has a very high basketball IQ. He can play both guard positions. He has very good touch around the basket. He's somebody who I think could develop really nicely with Demboya and Wood. And in a couple years... They can be really good together because I would expect this team to be pretty bad next year. And also, he would actually start right away as Dwayne Casey seems committed to having D. Rose come off the bench. 
So that could even help out his development even more by him getting a bunch of minutes. And he's somebody who in a couple of years I could see down the line being like the biggest deal of this draft as he has a ton of potential. So with the eighth pick, you have the New York Knicks. Uh, nothing's really happened good for the Knicks in a while. Lottery's just not falling their way. And it didn't this year as they dropped down. It's a tricky spot for them. They don't really, there's not really good guards available at the spot without like reaching for them. So with that, I have them taking Obi Toppin, the wooden award winner out of Dayton. Um, I would expect them to trade Julius Randle this offseason. I think they can get a decent amount of value from him, but not a lot. And I think Obi can definitely play the four. And even if they want, he they can play the three. So he's a very athletic forward. He can shoot the ball a little bit. I think he needs to improve it a little bit more as his three throw sh- percentage wasn't as good, even though he shot 39% from three-point line. Yeah, he'll just bring a bunch of athleticism, bring some energy to that team. I think Obi Toppin's going to fall a little bit in this draft, partly because of his age, because he's already 22 years old, while all these other people are 19 and 20. So with the next pick, I have the Washington Wizards up. So I like where the Wizards are in this draft. I think I have them taking Okonwu. I think if they are if they get Okonwu, Vassell, or Okoro, if either of them's there, I'm fine with that. This team just needs to improve its defense, and all three of those players can drastically improve their defense. So like I said here, I have Okonwu going here. He's a center who will probably play right away, give him a lot of defense, a lot of rebounding, a lot of shot blocking. Then he can help make Thomas Bryant expendable because they already have Mo Wagner, who I think would be a good complement with him off the bench. And this is definitely a team I could see making the playoffs next year if they improve their defense a little bit, and we'll see how John Wall comes back. They don't need him to be a 20-point-per-game scorer. Like, what I think they need him to be is just, like, a 15-game scorer and, like, eight assists a game. I think that's all they need for him, and I think they have a good shot at making the playoffs next year. So with the 10th pick, we have the team that surprised everybody in the bubble going 8-0, the Phoenix Suns. They have a lot of options here at this 10th pick. But I have him actually going best player available in Devin Vassell. He's somebody who could play the two and three. They have drafted a lot of wings the past couple years. But I think he's just too good to pass up. He's a great 3 and D guy. He shot 41% from the three. He's somebody who I think late in game, they could actually put in late in game and take Ricky Rubio out and have Booker be the primary ball handler. He can sit in the corner, help get better defense and shoot the three ball so next at 11 i have his teammates patrick williams going from florida state he's somebody who probably played the least out of all these guys in the lottery in my mock he came off the bench for florida state but the team was very good as he only averaged 10 points a game he's very athletic he's 6 8 with a 7 1 wingspan i believe he's somebody who i think could play the three or four for the spurs and the Spurs are coming kind of in a crossroads right now what to do. They didn't make the playoffs this year, snapping their streak. And they also do have aging superstars in DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge. I would expect them to shop DeMar DeRozan. I don't know if he'll get traded or not. We'll see. But I think Patrick Williams would be a good fit for that team, somebody that they could develop as their future four. His shooting does need a lot of help. Didn't really shoot the ball well, and his stroke's kind of weird. But that's something that I believe that that team can teach him. And he's somebody who I just think could develop into the future four for that team and play alongside Murray, White, and Lonnie Walker. 
So now with the 12th pick is Sacramento Kings. I was a little bit disappointed in the Kings here this year. I predicted them to get in the playoffs as the 8th seed. I thought they surprised some people. I thought Darian Fox would take another leap. Didn't really look like it. Kind of stayed the same. Got a little better. But also Marvin Bagley was hurt a lot through the year. And he's just not, right now, he's not living up to him being the second overall pick in his draft class. They really just need Bagley to get uh, healthy. So, and I think they should also roll him out at center too. I think that's his future position. But it looks like Luke Walton isn't going to do that. I don't know why. But with this pick, I am taking Sadiq Bay out of Villanova. He's a 3 and D guy who can play the 3 or 4 as he averaged 16 points a game. He shot a very good 39% from three. He's a very good defender as he always wanted the toughest assignments when at Villanova. He's somebody who could play right away in that lineup coming off the bench probably, but I think he can definitely develop with De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Heald and Marvin Bagley. So now with the 13th pick, we have the New Orleans Pelicans. Zion was on a minute restriction, so we didn't get to see a lot of them in the bubble. But one person who performed really badly in the bubble was Lonzo Ball. I would totally expect him to be in trade rumors, and I would not be surprised at all if he's traded this offseason. So with this pick, I actually have him taking a point guard. Um, it's probably not the one that all you would expect. It's not Cole Anthony, and it's also not Nico Mannion. So who I have him taking is actually Tyrell Terry out of Stanford. He's a 6'1 point guard. Um He's only like 180 pounds. He has to add a lot of weight. He looks really skinny. But hey, he can just shoot the ball. Lights out. He can shoot from anywhere. He he shot 41% off off-ball screens. Um, he's somebody who I think they could incorporate very well in that offense and just another shooter to surround Zion with. He's definitely somebody who could rise in this draft class with all the uncertainty around some players. So now we have the 14th pick, the Boston Celtics, which they acquired from the Memphis Grizzlies and the Jeff Green traded from however years ago. With this pick, the Celtics can go in a lot of ways. But with this, I have them taking Precious Achua out of Memphis. This is a pick I actually really like for the Celtics. He averaged 15 and 10 uh, for Memphis this year. And he played the center role at Memphis. He is only like 6'9", but he has a... 7'2", wingspan, but he's probably the most athletic guy in the draft class. If I were the Celtics, I would try to develop him as a small ball five, and I think him with Tatum, Brown, Smart, and Walker all in at the same time, I think that's a very scary lineup. There would be pretty good defensively as Precious can switch onto those young onto those guards, and he still is a good rebounder, even though he's not the biggest in the world. He's very muscular, though. He has a lot of upper body strength. So, yeah, that's all I have for my first mock draft. Thank you for tuning in to the episode. Remember, your opinion matters. Stay tuned for future episodes. I'll catch you all later.